Today on What Chaos, Pete is back and the Morgan Riley saga continues. Speaking of, how do you pronounce Ridley Grieg? Is it Ridley Grieg or Ridley Gregg? We get as close to the bottom of this as we can. Aiden Hill joins the show for a memorable conversation in which he will not stop talking about coffee. And Gunnar Wolf Fontaine is the greatest hockey player and name ever. We'll explain why. It's because his name is Gunnar Wolf Fontaine. It's what chaos. U.S. I'm DJ Bean in Boston. Sean DePaz is here in Boston. Pete Blackburn is in Chicago, and it is What Chaos presented by Prize Picks. Hi, everybody. Hi, Pete. Hello, David. Uh, can we get some juice? Thank you. Thank you. How are you, Pete? Uh, how's Chicago? Uh, it's fine. It's probably better than home. It's not snowing here. It's snowing over there. You know what I say about the weather in Boston? It's weather. No. If you don't like it now, <laughs> get over yourself. What are you, fucking better than God? <laughs> God makes the weather, and whiskey makes my baby a little frisky. It's the Bible says. Incredible. I didn't watch yesterday's show with Megan Kelly, but I can't imagine it started as good as this. How did it start? It started, uh, I'll be honest, I, was, I, I wasn't like nervous or anything, but... It's just weird not having you. So I yeah, think I it was, said no nicknames. This is Megan. It's the good Megan Kelly. And then we were off. I saw. I got some comments about me being a slacker. Got some comments about like, why is he in Chicago for half these shows? I do some work in Chicago. And I wouldn't do it if I didn't have access to the CHGO studio. Like this, this studio is beautiful. The show, I feel like we still keep the same energy when I'm out here. So I don't feel bad about it. Get over yourself, listeners. For sure. I mean, this will sound stupid because people have consumed stuff that we do together. There's nothing you and I can't do. That's right. Like if you're, if we're in different, if this were different people, and if I were doing a show with different people, I'd be like, uh, I should want to be there every day and everything. Because when this first started, when we were first dreaming this show up, I was assuming I was going to be by coastal And I was like, I'm going to be in LA half the time. Is this going to be... Am I going to fucking ruin it? You've ended up in Chicago half the time. I haven't noticed the drop off, but I think it's only because it's me and you and we got that magic. That's right. That's right, baby. Uh, I just, I also want to point out, uh, I want to mention the, uh, the barstool uh, free throw stream because that has consumed so much of like my last 20 hours alive. And I can't believe it. I watched a bunch of strangers, mostly strangers, grown men, shooting free throws for hours at a time. And I was just like so riveted. And I went to bed last night. It was way later than I should have gone to bed. And I felt terrible about it. But I wanted to see if they could make 41 straight free throws. I woke up this morning, immediately checked the stream, saw that they were still going. I turned on the stream and I literally did not see them miss a free throw. I watched them hit 41 straight. This morning, I only saw the ones that they made in 41 straight. It was 
incredible. I just needed to throw that out there. Yeah. So as I was trying to explain to Sean, uh, you and I had a whole conversation about this on text. I brought up to Sean today. I was like, how about that Barstool thing? And he was like, what Barstool thing? Uh, this is an underrated, underrated part of our group text is that it's like 95% me and you just having conversations yeah. and having no idea whether or not Sean is ignoring it or just like not not aware of it happening i'm gonna let you speak for yourself uh but i'll have thoughts after sean uh no i just don't i like this is gonna sound really lame i just like i have a lot going on on my phone like i get texts from a lot of people i have group chats that i'm in so like a lot of times i'm just not looking at my text because it's a lot of nonsense that i have nothing to do with no, that's, that's popular over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Once upon a time, I, I, Pete, I think if we were younger, if we were Sean's age, I like to think we'd be in the same fucking zone. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have time for our bullshit. As we've I definitely have older, time for our bullshit now. <laughs> it's all as, I have time for. As we've, I, I brought up recently, Pete, that like, uh, like a couple of years ago, you made another friend. And like a year ago, I made another friend. And I was like, isn't it fucking wild now that we have, a, like, we each have two friends now? This is amazing. <laughs> when I was younger, I had so many friends, which is ridiculous. It's <laughs> What's a I, what was I going to do with that? Thing to then do. I met you. And it's I was not like, even hey, one I, friend. I don't even have friends. I just know a lot of people. And so, like, they'll be talking about stuff. And like, and in this case, like, I'm not, like, I don't really consume a whole lot of Barstool stuff. So once I saw you talking about it, I'm just like, okay, I'd kind of check out. Uh, I'll tell you what. I, I don't consume, like, a ton of Barstool stuff anymore. But if there's a challenge in which they're trying to do something ridiculous, if anybody has one of those challenges where they're trying, like, they're eight hours deep and trying to do something, well, I'll poke in and see what that's about. That's what, so Sean said, he was like, Barstool has truly made themselves into a sports team. It's so crazy. And I said, I end up checking out their shit that way. Where like, I watched that stream last night because you told us about it the way that you would say, hey, the Bruins and Canadians are going into overtime scoreless. Yeah. Where, yeah, exactly. So they, they, it, it was through a DraftKings thing. They were uh, they had to hit 41 free throws in a row. I asked you why 41. You said I don't know. You said that with the energy of quiet. I'm watching. <laughs> like <laughs> right. there's there's no time to think about this. So I, I threw it on and same deal. Mercifully, was it was the internet kind of lagging for you, or was their feed kind of choppy at points? No, it, was, it ran pretty smoothly for me. Okay, so there was a couple of points where it was maybe a little choppy. It could have been on my end, and I was like, all right, I got to tap out now. I got to go to sleep. <laughs> so fortunately, I missed it, but I woke up this morning and rewatched the ending of it. Insane stuff. Uh, we've got on the show today, I don't know if you know this, but we were in Vegas recently. We did a little content trip with, uh, with not, not just Gene Principe, but the Vegas Golden Knights. Ever heard of them? And we got Aiden Hill. He will be on the show today. We will air that interview. If there's one thing you should know about Aiden Hill, it's he doesn't shut up about coffee. That's right. He's obsessed. We had, we had to politely ask him, can you say anything that doesn't tie back to coffee? And he was like, sorry, tired. Haven't had my... And we were like, would you stop? Aiden. Uh, he's the league leader in save percentage. I've pointed that out a few times. Pete has said, well, it doesn't count. Because he doesn't play enough games. When I pointed out to Aiden Hill, he kind of gave the same energy. So it's going to be an interesting conversation uh, coming up. 
But the interesting conversation of hockey these days, it just won't stop, is Morgan Riley and his shenanigans tried to kill Ridley Grieg in front of all of his friends and was supposed to have an in-person hearing today, but breaking news per John Shannon, it's a little snowy out in New York. Oh, so it's going to be a virtual meeting. They're going to click onto Zoom. They're going to use Microsoft Teams. Oh, do you want to I don't continue like it. on your browser? I want uh, I want you to clarify that you're not doing an impression of John Shannon right now because that is yeah, one third of the greatest broadcast in uh, in the NHL. D- don't you dare! No, that's my John, John Shannon, Shannon voice. Gr- great friend of Gene Prince Bay and Bob Stover. No, I am no, I am I am for sure blaming this all on John Shannon. <laughs> if John Shannon, oh, I'm going to type on my computer. I'm just kidding. I love John Shannon. No, I was saying. That the NHL and Morgan, mainly I'm blaming this on Morgan Riley. Yeah. Well, you can't drive in the snow, little bitch. Even though I saw on, I was watching the Golden Knights feed last night um, because I was checking out the game. Shout out uh, the Wild. They won. Played a good game. Mm -hmm. And something happened in that game that uh, Sean pointed out kind of fucks up our purposes. We'll get to that a little later. It's a big time mm-hmm. tease. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but at uh, intermission, Gary Lawless said he heard that Morgan Riley requested the in-person hearing because they were like, how many games do you think he gets? And he was like three max. And they were like, Gary, it's an in-person hearing. <laughs> and he was like, he said, oh, I, yeah, yeah. But I, I think he requested an in-person hearing so he could make this so he could show he means business, basically. Make this <laughs> impassioned case for himself, which Sean and I basically already did a show this morning about how absurd that is. That can't ahead, be Sean. true, right? That cannot be true. I mean, if it is true, it's, it's simply the craziest thing I've ever heard because he basically shot someone on national TV and was like, your honor, <laughs> but hear me out. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. He could have like spit in your face. You just you you cross check someone in the head on television. Like what is that? It doesn't matter what, how much he deserved it. The fact of the matter is, is you committed the crime for everyone to see. So for him to get up there and be like, "But hear me out," is simply hilarious. It's like me. if Jack Ruby suggested there was a second shooter. <laughs> when like he did that shit in front of everybody. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, it's it's more ridiculous to be like, I have to be in person to make this case and then open up the the door for a more severe punishment for himself in the process. Like he if he wants to make his case, he can do that over Zoom. Yeah, that's why I can make like, a strong case. But also, if he shows up at the NHL's door, <laughs> the opportunity for him to get suspended more games is opened up. That's like, what I said to Sean. He makes this like impassioned case which again i don't as sean said i don't really know what it could be and then they're like bet seven games <laughs> that didn't need to happen well yeah like did he think they were just gonna like mute him on zoom or something if they did it remotely like i don't and it's yeah like, now now he's gonna show up and they're gonna be like ah oh, you're annoying here's an extra game it's like showing up to a trial with more evidence than the prosecuting team and gathered on you and presenting it to them and then being like oh yeah, thanks. You're making a better case for us to throw you in jail forever. 
I really hope that's the case. And granted, it did kind of, the whole clip struck me a little bit as Gary Lawless wasn't uh, positive that it was, uh, <laughs> didn't totally know that it was an in-person hearing. It was trying Incredible to cover his spin tracks. if that's the case, though. If that's the case, Gary Lawless throwing that out there as like a spin on him not having all the information is the most incredible move I've ever seen. I mean, I've covered people who got in-person hearings and like your heart sinks when you get an in-person hearing. That sucks. You're in big trouble. You're going to lose a fucking ton of money. The idea that Morgan Riley is like, I want to look him in the eye when I tell him that I did what I did in the name of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're like, 12 games, you fucking idiot. (laughs) It's snowing. Why did you drag me here? God damn it. Someone leaked this to Gary Lawless. Every part of this whole saga has been the best. It has been the best. I was so upset that I missed yesterday's episode because it meant that I had to miss the the initial discussion on this whole thing. And my my feelings on this whole incident could not be more clear. I've not wavered once. I love Ridley Gregg or Greg. We'll talk We're about get to that. that. In, in, yeah, <laughs> Ridley Gregg. Uh, I love him hammering the slapper into the empty net. I love Morgan Riley's response. I don't necessarily love the cross check to the face. But I do like the response, and I love everybody getting in a fight over it for days at a time, and then having the the drama around the how. When was the last time we had this much drama around a hearing involving player safety? I mean, there's always people complaining and doing like the how many games thing, which. We're not a hits podcast. We don't love doing that stuff. We don't like getting into the Department of Player Safety uh, discourse. I'm absolutely willing to get into the discourse around the hearing here because it's so it's so interesting. There is so much potential content. I was texting you guys about it last night. No one got hurt here. Thank God. So, thank God. Thank that would have spoiled everything. Thank God. No one got hurt here. So, like, there is a lot of fun to be had with all this. (laughs) Like, I'm not happy that a player reacted that way and cross-checked somebody in the head. But there's a lot to be done with this. Stay tuned. We're going to, I think we're going to end up having quite a bit of fun with this, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, Shout out Ryan Reeves. I've loved the tweets I've seen about Ryan Reeves. Uh, Did you see the one that said uh, Ryan Reeves in hypothetical situations? (laughs) <laughs> no because he always weighs in he has to fucking mark Wahlberg everything and say, i know like, dude if i was that on the ice that wouldn't have happened if this happened that when is- i entered the league in 2010 <laughs> uh if this happened when i entered the league then blah blah like guy would have been uh, you would have f- f- fucking max kellerman rap voice uh but bodies drop from body shots the way andre Iguodala. Yeah, uh, I saw a tweet that said Ryan Reeves in hypothetical situations, and it was just like a Tom Brady hype video <laughs> of him just like coming out to public service announce or public address announcement. What is it? I uh, mean, public- I love the, I love that Ryan Reeves is on the Toronto Maple Leafs because now you get to make the joke like every time something happens involving the Leafs, like this never would have happened if Ryan Reeves was on the Leafs, which has been done for years and years and years and years. But now he's actually on the Leafs and nothing's changing. So am I sick? Am I sick for wanting to? And I don't want want to pick on Ryan Reeves, but this would be an easy joke. Am I sick for wanting the Leafs to win the cup in like five years? 
So we could be like, this never would have happened if Ryan Reeves was on the Leafs. It's a good joke, but I don't want it to happen. Yeah, I don't either. That would be that'd be a bridge too far. Like we've seen the Red Sox win. We've seen the Cubs win. The Leafs winning would be a little too, so the world is really over, huh? Would you be cool if none of your teams, your favorite teams, won a championship for the rest of your life? If it meant that the Leafs never won a championship for the rest of your life and you got to die with the Leafs on like the worst drought? You're asking if this is an episode of Scrubs and I'm the janitor, would I eat the pie? Correct. Uh, well, let's think of what my favorite teams are right now, Peter. You got the Los Angeles Chargers. You got the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, to a degree, you got the Boston Bruins. I'll tell you what, these, these aren't exactly uh, teams that scream going to win titles to me. <laughs> so I think that that's just going to happen anyway. So I might as well take the Leafs also not winning. But again, I don't think that I need to sign up for this kind of deal with the devil. I think that if we just leave it be, Leafs are probably fine to not win ever again. That's fair. You don't want to do the Morgan. You don't want to do the Morgan Riley, just like making a deal that you don't need to make and making things worse on yourself. Uh, But one of my favorite things I brought up only for a second yesterday, but I liked the uh, tweets that were like, maybe if Morgan Riley skated a little faster, (laughs) it was like, he was like an acre ahead of him. Nobody hit because like by the time Greg got the puck, he like let up, which it was a, it was a turnover going the other way. Like it was nobody. Connor McDavid probably wasn't catching him. No, I, I use that example. Connor McDavid definitely was not catching him. Nobody was yeah. catching him. It took, it took Greek, who was way ahead of Morgan Riley, forever to even catch up to it. So that was never happening. But the discourse has been amazing. As I said yesterday, loved the slap shot. Need more of it. Very fun. I like a Leafs player throwing a fit. I'm glad that nobody was hurt. Uh... I almost asked how many games you think he gets, but I really want to stick to the fact that we're not that podcast. Agreed. I think that I would like if it was like 40. They're like, there's one thing you don't do in this game because a lot of people took it as like, well, he disrespected his opponent. He insulted him a little bit. You got to get cross-checked in the head. I like the idea of them making an example out of Morgan Riley where they're like, slap shot empty netters are not only okay, they're encouraged. Don't you touch a hair on that boy's head. You let him celebrate with his friends. But the reason why, if we're getting really into this, the reason why slap shot empty netters are cool is because it's definitely going to result in everybody freaking out and being pissed over it. Like slap shot empty netters won't be cool if they're standardized. I don't want that. True. I want slap shot empty netters if it means that you're going to get your lunch fed to you. Just do it in a way that doesn't involve you cross-checking a guy in the face. Then we're all good. I said yesterday, I want every team that is up one goal on the Maple Leafs in a five-on-six situation to take a slap shot into the empty net. I want that to become a thing. The whole league, every time. They intentionally like blow two-goal lead. Or like if they're up three goals, maybe they'll give up a goal to force them to think they're in it, pull their goalie, they can just rip a fucking slap a Ruski. Just fucking I knock see, Casper I, over. I want to see somebody just do like a 
you know, like one of those like Michigan, you lift the puck up like lacrosse style, three spins and then just fling it into the net like swaggy P style trick shot uh, on a breakaway. I want to see somebody do that shit and and then see what happens. Sean, what would you have done if you what would you do if you saw a player score an empty net Michigan? Uh, probably strip. Bare minimum. <laughs> Like, I feel like that's just you got to get naked for that. There's no other we talked real about, response. We talked about Sean's the the part of Sean's brain that was activated when he saw Connor McDavid below the goal line and just immediately shouting out Michigan. Michigan. If he if he ever did that on like a breakaway with an empty net and just shouted Michigan, I would lose my mind. Players should for sure also shout Michigan as they're doing the Michigan. Just like like hitting a shot and yelling Kobe. Yes. Like, Michigan, no element of surprise <laughs> whatsoever. The goalie's like looking over his shoulders and he's like, what do you say? Oh. First I player like to scream rain dance as they uh, as they hit the breakaway towards an empty net and you can hear it on the broadcast uh, wins the heart. That's my new rule. Oh. Well, it's fantastic stuff. We want more of it. Keeps taking slap shots into the empty net. It makes the world go round. You know what else makes the world go round? Prize picks. I'll tell you what. We've been working with prize picks for, what, week and a half now? It's quite amazing. They sent us to the Super Bowl. What's that? They sent us to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Nobody wanted a hockey podcast at the Super Bowl except prize picks. And prize picks made it happen and the results spoke for themselves. That's why you're I was going this- to say prize picks. You should trust prize picks because they spend their money. Well, we crushed it out there. Did great numbers. Everyone's talking about us. Aiden Hills spitting out his coffee to join us all because we went to the Super Bowl and killed it with prize picks. I find prize picks to be the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game changing moment in sports into a hundred X your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into a thousand dollars. I said it before. I'll say it again. I ain't talking about a hyper pop musical duo. When I say that I a hundred X it's all I do on prize picks. And they say, is that a hundred Gex? And I say, it's not as good when you have to explain the jokes. Prize picks is very simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. So go to prizepicks.com slash what chaos and use code what chaos for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash what chaos and use code what chaos daily fantasy sports made easy. Here is Vegas Golden Knights. Stanley Cup winning goaltender Aiden Hill. Here with Stanley Cup champion Aiden Hill. Aiden, you spent your day with the cup. You brought it to the mayor's office at your hometown. Uh, how important uh, is it to bring politics into hockey? <laughs> I I think it kind of should sort of stay out of hockey, but I mean, it's a sport, but uh, yeah, you know, just do a good deed for the community. And uh, I brought it to a couple of police stations and stuff too. So uh, just cool to 
I don't know, it's kind of crazy how much uh, energy the Stanley Cup has around it. You bring it to a building in Canada and the whole place lights up. So uh, it was pretty cool to see. There's something about just like plopping down the Stanley Cup near yeah. a bunch of people. And it's probably like kids are maybe just because it's a shiny thing. But I truly think it's just like one of those, like it doesn't need to be explained to you. It doesn't, they don't need to say that's the Stanley Cup. People freak the fuck out over that. What was it like winning it? getting it when months earlier you couldn't have seen that coming uh yeah no i mean i was pretty excited the day i kind of got traded to vegas um i mean kind of sucks when you get traded from a team and it's out of the blue but kind of looked at it with optimism knowing that we had a good roster here and i uh, looked a lot better than the sharks did at the time so uh i was excited and yeah i mean everything kind of worked out so it was pretty wild at the end of it uh to play street hockey every day kind of growing up like you're in the backyard thinking that you're scoring that game seven overtime goal right so to actually be able to win the cup and uh lift it above your head i mean yeah dream come true and it kind of all comes down on you at once it's uh pretty surreal how much of a blur has the last like year year and a half been for you you know you get traded you uh back up then you're injected into the the starting lineup in the playoffs you win the cup you get a new contract how much reflection have you had on on these past couple of years and how, how much it's changed? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've always had kind of believed for myself that I could be a try and be a top goalie in this league. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think just kind of having that faith in yourself and uh, keeping your head down, putting the work in. I mean, it eventually this last year, it's paid off a bit. So uh, it's been fun. I want to do more. Obviously, I'm not done yet, but uh, no, it's been exciting. And I haven't had a ton of time to reflect. Summer went by pretty quick. You get the cup, you get your day, uh, you kind of get home, get settled, but then you got to go back to camp, right? So, uh, yeah, not the most time to reflect on it, but uh, just trying to enjoy every moment the uh, best I can. You, you you had an awesome first half of the season. So between that and the cup final and everything and the run to the cup, everybody at some point by now has had the holy shit, Aiden Hill is sick realization. You said you've always believed in yourself, but do you feel that all this experience that like you've gotten better at hockey over this stretch oh yeah for sure i uh i have no doubt that i've gotten better um i felt like last year kind of halfway through the regular season i got hurt there the second half which sucked and trying to come back from that injury but uh felt like right before i got hurt there i kind of great gained some traction i think i found my game i figured it out a bit in a way i don't know not that you'll figure it out all at once but it felt like everything just kind of came together so uh Kind of had that moment last year. I'd say it was maybe like in February. But then after that, I felt pretty con strong, confident about my game. And then, yeah, playoffs was, yeah, don't think, just get in there and stop the puck. So, yeah, uh, yeah it was uh, pretty cool. But you I was going to say, like, when Brassois went down, what, what was going through? Was there any level of panic where you're like, oh, shit, this is my time now? Uh, we are second, maybe. But then you're just kind of like, okay, make that first save, right? Like, yeah where we were in Edmonton, the whole building's chanting, and yeah, they see Bersol get hurt, and you're like, oh, well, I'll get my gloves. <laughs> so yeah, it's tough. It's tough to see a teammate go down like that, yeah. especially like LB was playing really well at the time, and yeah, he uh, did, had a great stretch for us there. So uh, hard to see, but you kind of got to put that in the rearview mirror and uh, focus on the game. Well, you, I mean, you did have to come in and face Edmonton in Edmonton, and I mean, obviously they were coming off a good series. In like a horror movie, if early on, if like someone survives an attack or whatever, you know, like, okay, well, that person's going to live the whole time. If they don't, if they didn't fucking die, then they're yeah. going to make it the whole way. Once you won that game, I was like, I mean, everybody thought the, the Panthers were a team of destiny and everything. But after getting through that game, I think there was a real sense around Vegas with like, well, shit, Vegas might be winning the cup now. Did you feel like once you'd gotten past Edmonton of if I can survive 
dry sidle mcdavid Hyman, all these guys then like i'm clearly in some sort of zone here and can do this yeah i mean i've always kind of liked like my whole childhood and everything i've always kind of liked the big moments the big games like when you're playing for the championship of a tournament whether it be a small tournament big tournament whatever i i always like those games or the games where you're kind of considered an underdog right i've going into edmonton series nobody well people did but not many people picked us mm-hmm. and then going into dallas again like i saw like tweets and whatever but nobody was picking us and then in the finals everybody was saying florida so kind of cool to like be the underdogs and go into those scenarios but at the end of the day like our team i don't know we'd had no point of weakness last year right so i feel like we've kind of shown that a bit again this year we've had some injuries in that but uh yeah just kind of fun to prove it wrong in a way especially when like the weak point for your team last year was supposed to be goaltending yeah. like, everybody was like i don't know if they have the goaltending so how nice was it to be like Shut the fuck up. We do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. So, I mean, a lot of hockey. I mean, for a defenseman, for a forward, if you're the 13th guy on a team just out of the lineup, a lot of it is opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. So, everybody who dresses and puts on an NHL uniform is a great player. So, uh, it's a lot of it's just about opportunity, playing on that first power play and that. But uh, there's definitely the elite guys that separate themselves. But, yeah, everyone's a good player. Speaking yeah. of which, I want to ask you, who do you think the best Canadian goalie is right now? Best Canadian right now? I mean, there's a few guys. Oh, Canada's kind of in a weird spot, right? Right. So we had, for years when I was growing up, it was you had through the Wah, then you had Brodeur, you had Luongo, you had Fleury, you had Price, you had Holtby, you had all these big names. And right now, I feel like Canada, like we got a lot of good goalies, but we don't have a clear guy, mm-hmm. I would say, right? Like there's not like one guy that you'd be like, okay, hey, he's Canada's starter. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting. Sounds like uh, Aiden Hill was his answer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What does the date November 9th, 2021 mean to you? November 9th, 2021. You had such a fucking sick offensive game. (laughs) Oh, Calgary? (laughs) Two primaries, bud. You had two primary helpers. None of this this hockey shit. Calgary, uh, yeah. Uh, When you get an assist, when you're watching the rest of the play develop, obviously it's the other end of the ice, but like, no one else touches the puck. They score. You're like, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got a you got a little jab in there. So uh, there's lots of times too. You make a pass. You get a two on one. You're like, Barry, a guy hits post. You're like, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask. That. Wanted that one, but uh, actually that Calgary game. Uh, I remember like Calgary's my hometown, right? So I'm playing a lot in front of a lot of friends and family. So uh, it's always fun to go back to Calgary. But uh, yeah, in Calgary that game, I had the two assists. I think both were just kind of setting it up behind the net for my D-man. <laughs> they kind of did the rest, so worked out. But uh, I thought I should have had a shutout that game. The one goal they got on me, I thought I was interfered with, but they we did a coach's challenge, and you know how that goes. It seems to be 50-50. So uh, I felt like my pad got pushed into the net, mm-hmm. and then they buried the puck, and I couldn't do anything. And then also on the empty net goal in that game, I almost had my third assist. Oh. So on the empty net... I set the puck, I passed it, I think it was to Burns, and Burns had it, a four-checker came, touched the puck for like one second, Burns got it back, shot on the empty net. So if that, whoever the four-checker was there, if he didn't touch it, I'd have three assists, which would have been pretty cool. What an asshole. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) God damn. eh? Uh, More and more goalies are shooting, going for it, scoring. Uh, I feel like that's already played out now, but with you being an assist man, have you considered going for like a, a... goalie how hat trick where you get an assist early on piss somebody off get in a fight and then just make sure you allow enough goals to keep it close i mean if it was if well if you're a goalie and you get in a fight you're out of the game so i think you got to get the assist 
You got to go for the goal. And then if you have a goal and assist, you just got to square up at center ice with someone. Celebrate right? like, by yeah. do like yeah. a Max Pacioretty, like yeah. celebrate so by score, being like, that's what I thought, bitch. Maybe do the fly by your bench, then grab somebody on their bench. And there you go. This is good. <laughs> We're, you're going to have incredible stats. You're going to be kicked out of the league in like two yeah. years. But like, yeah. you're going to have some bonkers <laughs> stats lines. Uh, your hat says, don't be a dick. Yeah. Uh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh honestly this had uh met a guy actually it was before i played for vegas but gambling here in vegas and he opened <laughs> up a coffee shop so it's uh called la la land cafe and uh there's a few in la a couple in texas but yeah it's a cool uh company motto i've kind of followed his instagram page and in that since and uh yeah i just went there last week so uh the company they hire every employee they hire is like out of the orphanage system so pretty cool kind of idea so yeah i thought i'd support out the company a bit and grab a hat we do know you're uh you're yeah what's coffee your, head. what's the deal with your coffee obsession not an obsession no you're I, fucking I just, obsessed you can't stop no, no. Your coffee tattoo dude <laughs> imagine just a nice coffee beans we are very good at photoshop you're gonna yeah, have a coffee yeah. tattoo during yeah. this gonna have a teardrop of coffee beans <laughs> that's incredible uh no i i like my coffee but uh i've just noticed a big taste difference in it so i use pour over use paper filters and that and uh it takes me like five minutes to make coffee it's a little longer of a process but I enjoy it and I just find the taste is that much better. I was told to ask, uh, what are your thoughts on All of a Sudden by Lil Pump? <laughs> it's a great song, you know? <laughs> if you want to get the boys going before beer pong or something, great song. Yeah. Yeah. Are Nothing gonna... more to that story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that out of it. He ghost wrote it. He's a musician. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think we had one day where we played the song probably a thousand times. So that's that's why. God. Well, Aiden Hill, we really appreciate you joining us. You've been such an awesome story. And also, not to get into snub talk, massive all-star snub. Massive all-star snub. I didn't play enough games. I, you shut up. You played <laughs> enough games. You you played uh, enough games. Yeah. Is, is that did they do like a were you like not qualified uh like I, eligible or something? I don't know. I, I didn't talk to anyone. I don't know anything. But I mean the other guys that went, they all had 30 plus games. I was at maybe 15 or so when they made the selection. So, yeah, completely understandable. I don't think you should just get credit for showing up to work. I think yeah. you should get credit for showing up to work and doing well. Doing a I great guess, job. <laughs> yeah. Lauren Hill, one album, and it's considered one of the greatest. She's considered one of the great artists ever. She has one solo album. As long as you show up and fucking bring it, then you're golden. Yeah. Well, thank you, Aiden. This was a fun conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Was it not? Yeah, it was good. It was very good. I'm excited awesome. to see those tattoos. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh, love him. <laughs> yeah. Is he the first player that you've told to shut up in the middle of an interview? Ah, shut up. I don't think so. Probably doesn't. I, don't I think feel so. like it probably isn't. Yeah. Probably. I mean, you call Adam Fantilli a nerd to his face. So that is true. A dorko. A dorko, a dork. A dorko, yes. yeah. That's yeah, true. Uh, that may as well be shut up. No, but it was a nice shut up. It was like a hey, go easy on my pal Aiden. We only had we only had 10 minutes with him, which is why the interview was so short. But man, I would have loved to spend like an hour with that guy. I feel like we could have gone to some really weird places. We'd love to sit with sit down with him again. Uh, absolutely. A lot of places that we didn't go, but vibes off the charts. Heard a lot of great things about him as a dude uh, before we sat down. Definitely confirmed within those 10 minutes. Who else is getting that out of him in 10 minutes? I, I know. That's what I, I just mean that I, I wanted more time with him. Respect. So. Re respect our 
outrageous interviewing prowess. Most people probably are not even like letting him wear his hat in an interview. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't they probably like the, take that off? Honestly, both guys that we sat down with in Vegas, Cassidy and Hill, I could have talked to all day long about completely different things. I wanted to talk all day with Cassidy just about hockey because he was so so deep into his his like breakdowns he was great um and that's like the first time i've ever come away from one of these conversations feeling like man we talked a lot of hockey but i wanted to talk more and the aiden hill stuff i was like i just want to be friends with this guy and talk talk with him and chit chat hmm. for uh, eight hours one thing we need to get to the bottom of uh off of this morgan riley ridley greek stuff is you sent a thing yesterday when you did the pete's takes and you gave all your takes on everything. And did they get played in yesterday's episode? They did. Okay, great. And they Thank were you. animated. You didn't see this? No, I didn't see it. Oh, no, I, I did the thing where your uh, mouth moves. You know that? Oh, thing? love that. Thank yeah. you. And it was it. great. And when you sent to me, you said, uh, I loved the Ridley Gregg goal, but blah, blah. And I was like, ah, do I have him redo it? And I was like, ah, whatever. I'll just play it and then make fun of him when we play it. So we played it. And Megan was like, oh, who's Ridley Gregg? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Grieg. And we had a good laugh. We talked about, hey, you know who doesn't know how to say uh, Ridley Grieg's name is Pete. And then when we put the clip out of us talking about it, you said, hey, just a heads up. I think it's Ridley Gregg. We're like, oh, boy. (laughs) Who's right? Who's wrong here? Because we both are doing the oh honey thing to each other. I know it to be Ridley Grieg because I'm a uh I'm a, an effusive pronunciation guide checker and mm-hmm. both the NHL pronunciation guide which is always bang on and hockey reference which I think uses the pronunciation guide has Ridley Grieg as you noted a lot of our neighbors to the north have been saying Ridley Gregg Law, uh, Gary Lawless last night said Ridley Grieg. I don't know if that helps me or hurts me based on his I know. Based off of what the other things that he said. <laughs> but the question is now begged Did Ridley G take a slap shot just so people would learn his name? I mean, if he did, it was ineffective because we're still having the debate. <laughs> but he's like, started, I've, he started I've a conversation. Never- yeah, that's true. He did start a conversation. You were the first person I ever heard call him Ridley Greek. I was so sure that you were wrong. And then you sent the pronunciation guide, and then I was totally unsure. And I'm still totally unsure because every clip – I did some research yesterday, looked up some Ridley, Ridley Greg highlights, listened to, like, every podcast, every – a panel, a Hockey Night in Canada, every single panel and podcast highlight package called him Ridley Gregg. What so doesn't help no is idea. what doesn't help is uh, you're like, well, the broadcast called him Ridley Gregg. And I was like, oh, weird. The broadcast I saw called him Ridley Grieg. We sent each other the same link of the same broadcast <laughs> that clearly says Sean Ridley Grigg. Greg, I was going to say you somehow were both wrong <laughs> right, no, no, based no, no, on but, that one clip. But that that's, the, sure, that's the only person that's the only person an example that we can say for sure is wrong because it's neither of the two things but but grig for sure allows you to hear it how you want yeah because i because you were you saw that and you were like he says greg i saw that and i was like he says grig fortunately there was a third party there who happened to be checking his texts at that <laughs> moment lucky us who was like guys he's saying grig 
I, I mean, yeah, in that one clip I heard Greg, which to me is definitely closer to Greg than Grieg. But as I also pointed out in our text thread, uh, Canadians don't do anything right. They spell everything wrong. They mispronounce things. So I'm not, they, you got to hear it from Ridley himself, who, by the way, uh, this is not his fault, also spells Ridley in the weirdest way possible. There should well, be I was going to say, I was going to say this, the Morgan Riley, Ridley G saga is a matchup of two of the most annoying names in hockey. Absolute Morgan Riley spelling with the I before E is so annoying. Absolute. Somehow in writing the headline yesterday, I, I messed up. Well, not somehow because Riley is Some, not somehow something. like you have a brain. And yeah, I, I tried using it and it said, no, no, no. So do we put out a social clip of this saying uh, the Ridley Grieg controversy of this week? <laughs> yes. We just, we need uh, answers my, from Ridley Grieg, Greg. My, Greg. my idea is that we, we, we wait until the player safety video comes out and it'll not only determine how long Morgan Riley is sitting out, it'll also determine the pronunciation of Ridley Grieg's name because do, however they pronounce it in the video we will determine as fact and move forward with that pronunciation. I don't know if we trust the Department of Player Safety. They're all over the place, they, bruv. They, they become I mean, the, the authority there? We got we to gotta have a determination somehow, and everybody's all over the place. May as well just go with the Department of Player Safety. Do either of we, you know anybody in Ottawa that could just be like, hey, uh, how do you pronounce, like, ask him how he pronounces his name? Uh, hold it. Do I call, uh, hold on a second. I'm going to call Bruce Garriock. Please do. That would be incredible. All right. I'm calling him. No. You got to ask him to ask Greg, 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 though. We need, we need, we need uh, confirmation from the actual source. I, I can relate to this as somebody whose name consistently gets mispronounced. Last name consistently gets mispronounced. Uh, Bruce did not answer. <laughs> I have not spoken to Bruce in like 12 years. So he's maybe probably like, what the fuck? That's why and he got a phone call from me. And if he answered, I was going to be like, hey, it's an emergency. How do you say Ridley <laughs> Griggs name? Please. Is anybody in the chat? Does anybody oh, he's in the calling. chat? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hey, Bruce, how are you? Uh, this is so random. I'm in the middle of my show, and there is a lot of hubbub about the pronunciation of Ridley Greg or Grieg's last name. Uh, I'm, I'm going to quickly put you on speaker. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Greg. Fuck. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, love you. I'll talk later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Score one for the good guys, baby. That was crazy. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Just Greg. Fuck. <laughs> there was no like what? <laughs> uh, no, how you doing, pal? Like good to talk to you. First of all, thanks for having me on the show. Just Greg. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, well that's no, the end of that bad. clip. That's still, oh, by the way, that still doesn't do it for me because that means the NHL and everyone, like anyone with an official documentation of it is wrong. I need to hear, like someone needs to record video of Ridley saying his last name. Uh, yeah, th so you, th that's what Jack Edwards does. 
he goes up to every player with his phone and says, like, can you just please say your name into the phone? I and I remember that. I saw that as a young reporter and I was like, that's how I'm going to do shit. That, like, I, one of my favorite things ever this is going to be very specific, but Syracuse basketball, they put out a video where they went around to every single player and asked them to say their name because we had like players from Africa, players from Slovakia. Um, and I just, I've, especially in a league like the NHL where everyone's from Europe, I feel like that's something, even though we're talking about a Canadian kid, that's what we need that. Uh, well, I do you it. know that the, to, to be continued, uh, the weather in Boston is a little frightful, Peter. And yeah. the Boston Bruins play the Tampa Lightning tonight. Those boys Tampa from the Bay, Bay from the mm-hmm. Bay Area, they're going to be warriors on the ice tonight, like the Golden Knights. There's going to be a bad guy and everything. But the, because the weather is such, uh, pardon my French, uh, such shit, mm-hmm. who knows how cheap these tickets are going to be? I'm Ooh. considering going. I'm monitoring, and you know where I'm monitoring? Game time. Because game time, they're just, they're them. There's been so many times I've had frustrating ticket purchasing experiences, and those all ended when I got on game time. As Megan said on the show yesterday, it's the layout for me. It's the app for me. I'm pulling up right now. Let's see. Cheapest tickets I've seen the Bruins have since I've moved here by a lot. $35 get in. Wow! By a lot. Wow. Sean, are we gonna see? St- are we gonna see Stammer, uh, Michigan tonight, oh. or are we gonna see Stammer, Michigan tonight? Oh. Are we gonna see uh, Nikita Kucherov try at hockey? Whoa. Oh, now I actually kind of do. Because the only go time I've seen him live, he wasn't trying. Oh man, look at some of these. Oh, you, you got flash deals. It's amazing, and this is the type of experience you can only have on game time. It's got that awesome layout. You got zone deals. You could uh, do a section where game time picks the seats for an average of eighteen 80% savings. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, good luck doing that tonight with what I'm seeing on game time. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of ga- uh, buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use code chaos for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code chaos for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed could you believe bruce did me like that <laughs> uh my last note on the ridley greg situation is i think that he's he's ruined empty net goals for everybody in the NHL, like for everybody else. Because now if a guy gets a, a gets an empty net opportunity on a breakaway and doesn't take a slap shot, I'm going to call him a pussy. pussy. I'm just like, wow, what a pussy. Uh, and if what? No, I was just going to fight back and say that I think he's done empty net goals a massive service because a now if they want if you want your empty net goal to be worth shit, you got to do some cool shit to it. And B, I think it has relegated actual empty nets to its like rightful place as being kind of worthless. That's <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with that, but I, I, I I'm going to call uh, any player that doesn't take a slapper or do something cool with an empty net of pussy. And if they, if they do do that, like they're going to get their asses kicked as we discussed earlier. So now if a player gets uh, like a, a breakaway towards an empty net, they have a real tough decision to make for their reputation and for their health. 
So what I want to see, if there's another one of those plays like that where the puck is way ahead of them too, as they're going up to the puck, I want them to take their stick and be like, like, do like, did you have both sticks when you were a kid? What sticks? Devil sticks. They're the thing that there's, you have two uh, sticks and then there is a stick with like sandpaper in the middle and you go like that with them and you could throw it up in the air, do all sorts of tricks. Shit well, like I have, that. I have like the ones, the one, like the beach things, like they're like the tennis rackets and you throw the tennis ball and it sticks to it. That's not what you're talking about here, is it? It isn't, but maybe they could work those in. I think that could be okay. really fun. Uh, I know okay. you're not allowed to play with a broken stick, but maybe like as you're going up to it, break the stick over your knee and then like push it in with your hand, kick it, do something. Really- if you just gave it a nice little, like if, if Greg had just, Greg, excuse me, had just poked at it a little bit before it was even in the net, just broke it, broke his stick over his knee and just threw the shit, not playing the puck with a, a broken stick, Yo! but just like pimped it. Pimp it. Here's my idea. Uh, stash a comically oversized stick on the bench. And as the puck's sliding down the ice, skate to the bench, swap sticks, get the comically oversized one and do whatever you want with it. Imagine just like a 40 foot stick and a guy skating down. That would be incredible. What idea did we recently have with where we were going to use comically oversized sticks? Do you remember? What could? No, but that was an idea. Fuck. Oh, I know what it was. And it it led to a better idea that we're for sure going to do. Here's the thing. I knew this was going to happen. I was like, eventually we're going to start making fucking cool videos. And that's going to be the best thing we do. Not the best thing we do, but like, that's going to be the stuff that's going to get the eyeballs. That's going to be the stuff that's going to fucking bring all the uh, the, the hot mamas around. And that's right. Then we're going to be like, fuck, we're just going to spend the whole show spitballing ridiculous video ideas. But this has been a very good show today. I agree. Happy to be back, buddy. Yeah. I mean, Pete and Chicago. Before we get out of here, though, I. Sorry. Oh, you have to get out soon? In 10 minutes. Uh, but I do want to say the. I want to talk about fanatics real quick because there All was right. a tweet uh, sent out today by UniWatch comparing last year's. Uh, last year's Seattle Mariners jerseys to the quality of this year's Seattle Mariners jerseys. And if you didn't know, Fanatics produces, they're Nike branded, but Fanatics produces MLB's on-field jerseys. And if that one on the right there is an actual, like, game-worn, authentic jersey, that is a disgrace absolute disgrace it's clearly like screen printed it looks, it like looks so fucking cheap the materials look awful also so, the placement of like, the mlb logo it really upset yes me. yeah i have i have to think and pray that this isn't like an on-field product but even if it is an authentic product even if it's a replica product that fans buy why would anybody buy that that is atrocious yeah, we got the uh, we got football jerseys as part of a uh, promotion from Fanatics, and even for like quote unquote replicas, I'll never wear the Cameron Dicker jersey that I got. I, I wore it one time to like a, a bar, and I was embarrassed to be wearing it because it was so. Yeah. It was. It's like as you said, Sean. It's like a jersey, but. For some reason, it feels cheaper than just wearing a T-shirt. Agreed. Yeah, because at least a T-shirt yeah, is supposed to be making, cheap. 
Yeah, right. Like you're making the conscious decision to go like a tier below a jersey by wearing a t-shirt. By wearing a jersey that isn't good quality, you're like, you're basically saying that you're poor and you are an idiot who doesn't care what you look like. I mean, that's, I'll, I'll tell you right that's, now, that's I would have been wearing a whole lot of fanatic stuff as a kid because I grew up very poor. I think conspiracy theory, they're just doing this so you're kind of forced to spend more money on the good jerseys. Like... No, but even the good, like that's what I'm saying. If that's the authentic oh, right. that's product, supposed to be the good one. Uh, I, like, I that's have a hard time believing one? that's actually because, like, in, like we see it with the NHL. You can buy the shitty fanatics ones, or you can buy the authentic ones. I have like, there's no way, like, players will throw a fit if that's what their jerseys. Not, not even just based off the look, but having the screen printed numbers on the back is would suck. I have a hard time believing that's actually going to be like that's an actual replica of the on-field product. So here's what I'll say. Like the reason that I bring this up is because Fanatics is taking over both the uh, it's taking over the official jerseys, the game worn jerseys for the NHL next year, um, and you know the official merchandise. I, I will say the drop off from Adidas to Fanatics right now is not that significant. Like I do and will wear Fanatics branded NHL jerseys if they stay the same quality that they are right now. Because it's not embarrassing. You, you you can tell, like it's not it's not the same as the official. It's not supposed to be, but it's not embarrassing and it's pretty decent quality. Yeah, I mean you, your flames one is awesome. Your goat head yeah. one is awesome. Those are very wearable. I've got a Madonna one that is, I think, like kind of technically Mitchell and Ness or whatever, but it's very like fanatics-y. And it's fine. It's not it's not the degree of stuff that we're talking about here, like the the super, super low quality. So if they keep it like that, then yeah, that's wearable. I got this but rug. What's my that? concern is my concern is, is that they, if they like to Sean's point, if they own both, uh, they have no incentive to make the cheaper ones uh, like a, a real option. Yeah. Because if they own both and they force you to pay more money, that's a savvy, a savvy move, and that's why I assume that they are going after the official on ice product and the official merchandise because it allows them to then take the cheaper ones and be like, "Well, good luck buying and wearing these, you idiot. You're going to look like a moron." Okay, well, we do have a good update for Connor Bedard because he is close to a return, expected to be cleared Monday medically. Luke Richardson said he'd need a few practices and would wear a face shield upon returning to game action. And that news could not come soon enough because with two assists in the Wilds win over the Knights last night, Brock Faber is up to 33 points. The, signif the significance of that? It ties him with Connor Bedard for the rookie lead. It would appear Sean's been monitoring this very well that Connor Bedard will at some point lose his lead on rookies in points, which makes me sad. I will argue, though, that it, it can come soon enough uh, because there are two Blackhawks games here in Chicago this week, and I will not see Connor Bedard in either of them. Are you going to so go to either I would of them? Love I don't know. I'm undecided. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not going to go tonight because there's there's a lot of good hockey on. And I, speaking of things that have been monitored well, congratulations, Sean, on keeping track of the rookie points lead. I have not done a good job of keeping track of the chaos chain. I was waiting we, for this uh, we to happen because no, you have not. 
Wait, so are you are you pushing back against the 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 team that I think has it? Because I, I went am. back and I did some. All right, so I thought the the Washington Capitals had it. While we were gone on our trips in Toronto and Vegas, I lost track of the chaos chain, and then I went back and I did some math, if you want to call it math, and I, I deducted who would be holding it right now. I ended up on the Washington Capitals, but uh, to make your case. Well, my case is that the Washington Capitals have lost their last game, so there's no chance that they could have. The oh, game. that's a great point. <laughs> a bit of a <laughs> they lost on, really so I don't know when you check. They lost on Sunday so, in overtime to the Canucks. I don't know if that means the Canucks have it now or if there was just a miscalculation somewhere else. No, so I, yeah, so I think that the Canucks have it now, so I must not have gotten caught up because I think that the the Capitals took it from the Bruins on Saturday. Okay. And that's when, and that's when I did the math to catch up. Okay, okay. Um, so then now it so is then, the Vancouver, the Vancouver Canucks. Canucks hold it now. Okay, yeah, because on the on the ticker I put who knows anymore because uh, <laughs> we apparently didn't. <laughs> but let's see. Do you know when the Canucks play next? The Canucks play tonight against the Chicago Blackhawks, which now oh, makes right. me want to go to the Chicago Blackhawks game. Oh, <laughs> now you have to go. My Chicago Blackhawks. My my that is the, the Blackhawks are one of my three teams, four teams. I don't know how many teams are they really at this point. So. Let's go. So the only thing that I'm the only thing that I'm happy about uh, when we lost track is that none of our teams claimed it in any of those periods of time. So you have an opportunity to hold it tonight. You're the only person that's held the the, only person that's holding it yet. I think. Yeah. I listen, and that means I would also get the Canucks, right? Oh, no. You only get. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no, because you have to hold it and beat a team to acquire that team. They wouldn't be holding it when they beat the 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 Canucks because the Canucks oh, are holding it. That's true. That's a good rule. But no, because yeah. I got the Seattle Kraken. I got given the Kraken after the the Penguins beat the Kraken. Like I have the I have the Kraken flag right here. I know for a fact I got given the Kraken. Possession on, is nine tenths of it, the law. It is on the board as well. So I think we. These rules mean nothing. Like sh- hey, like don't you say that, Sean. <laughs> the rules mean right, everything. Since, we just have no idea since what they we are. did. Since we did it the first time, you can have the Canucks. Uh, but I think, I think moving forward. I mean, after no, we can. Time, we, I don't. I don't want. Any, I don't want your handouts. Like if that's the rule now, then that's the rule. <laughs> I just. I just saying. I don't think. Right, that fine. Yeah, we're making up the rules as we go. You don't get the Canucks. Okay, you only get the teams that you beat when you're when you're actually holding. Okay, that's completely fine. Congratulations on your free Seattle Kraken. You can have <laughs> that one. That one's on the house. But you have to be holding the chain and then to acquire teams that you beat. Someone, this is by far the best hockey show. I was going to say, someone in the chat Absolutely. just said that I, I have a better understanding of who killed Kennedy than I do the chaos chain, uh, <laughs> which I love. There's the fantastic, yeah, the FBI. Uh, yeah, well, they said the mob. I, who I, knows? I, I have some uh, stars I got to dole out because I watched the Beanpot final, the men's Beanpot final last night, and Northeastern senior Gunnar Wolf Fontaine scored the game winner in overtime to give Northeastern the bean pot sweep and five of the last six men's bean pot titles, which if you are from Boston or follow college hockey, it is crazy that Northeastern has just become the bean pot team wild, wild yeah. shit, but not more wild than the fact that there is somebody named Gunnar Wolf Fontaine who is apparently good at hockey and did not get drafted until the seventh round by the Nashville predators. I tweeted this last night. 
Every NHL team better fucking pray this kid's got some shit knees or something and does not become good because if there is an NHL player named Gunnar Wolf Fontaine and you passed over him six, seven times, fired, fucking fired. Agreed. I mean, if you're, I don't care how seriously you take your job. uh, If you work in an NHL front office, if you hit the fifth or sixth round at the latest, and there's a guy named Gunnar Wolf Fontaine on the board. You have to be bored enough to be like, got to take that guy. We're all just throwing fucking, we're throwing blindfolded darts at a dartboard by the fifth or sixth round. Just take the guy named Gunnar Wolf. I, Nothing bad can happen to you. I firmly believe that hockey and all sports need to start doing the soccer thing where you just put like your first name or oh your nickname God, on your jersey. Because yes. if I, if, if like there was a real life Gunnar Wolf jersey, I'm buying every single one. Yeah. I mean, Gunnar Wolf is basically Beowulf. <laughs> it's the hardest name of all. That's, I mean, I, I need to meet his parents. Like, I want to know what the deal is there, but uh, that is the hard, like the hardest name of all. Time. So I'm looking at my texts with uh, Megan during the game last night. And we're just saying like this guy fucking rules. And she says, uh, imagine getting beaten by a guy named Gunner Wolf. That's his first fucking name. I said, like, he's got a whole rest of the name after that. She said, that boy's name is just getting started. (laughs) To which I replied, you need two tickets to the gun show just to get to the wolf part. Uh, You want to hear the craziest thing? Uh, According to Elite Prospects, he has two siblings, sisters Alex and Skylar. Oh, what the fuck? They must be bullshit. That's like (laughs) me. My name is Eric. My first name is Eric. My sisters are Alana and Delaney. How the fuck did I get the most boring name of all time when my sisters have unique names? Like this is, I guess, the opposite where he has the coolest name ever. And then he has to introduce Alex and Skylar, who I'm sure are wonderful people, but their names don't hold a candle to Gunner Wolf. Yeah, you got to name your your other kids like Speed Demon Fontaine or some shit like that. Just like make like, their last name different, even. Yeah, just no relation. Just like <laughs> I will this say, used up all our cards. This, Alex, again, this is all just according to Elite Prospects, does have a hyphenated last name. So her name is Alex Tancrell Fontaine, which hits a little harder, I guess. But Skylar is just Skylar Fontaine. Like... Which is a great name. It's just not Gunner Wolf. It's got to be like Gunner Wolf Fontaine. Uh, like uh, Christopher the Tarantula is just like that's that person's name. And then uh, like Ridley Grieg is the, the <laughs> third one. They're like, oh, like that player Ridley Gregg? No. it's a This is a crazy last name. It's Grieg. Different guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally different guy. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, uh, productive time. Show productive time uh we will be back tomorrow by the time this show is done kind of by the time you're listening to it, if you're listening to it on uh demand or anything on spotify we have all of the pro shop wars on youtube in the back end we're gonna hit publish so all of the the pro shop wars will be on youtube in nice horizontal 1920 by 1080 beautiful stuff are you burying a lead there what that there's another one what 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 are we burying? You said all the pro shop wars. Yeah. What about him? No, I'm just saying. I didn't know if you. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I, I can see what what's happening. You here. thought that I was suggesting that the Columbus mm. pro shop wars could be surfacing. Uh, I'm not yeah. suggesting that. I'd love to be suggesting that. 
maybe at some point the the search is ongoing. I will okay. never give up hope. I'm going okay. to. I'm like. Uh, I, I'm I'm like shaking in my home each night, drinking tea, being like, it's out there somewhere. It hasn't left. It Somebody somewhere months. has. Some stranger has the Columbus Pro Shop Wars and is like just deciding what to do with it. They're shopping it around. And I'm going to fight. It's funny. It's wild that that didn't strike me. It did strike the chat. People were saying all of them, DJ. Oh, really? Good. I'm glad yeah, I'm uh, not the only one that had that thought. All time day for the chat, by the way, was cracking up at some of them. The person that said uh, we want we don't want hit chat. We want chit chat. I love that a because it's a fun chit chat reference, but also because we do not shirt. talk about hits. Yeah, put it on a shirt. I actually have a chit chat shirt coming that is fucking flames. Wow. Is it literally flames? People are asking the question. Can't wait till you see it. All right. Love you. Talk tomorrow. Bye bye.